Well, good Wednesday morning to you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Wednesday Words of Wisdom with Pastor Kevin from Beth River Baptist Church in little old Winsboro, Louisiana. If you've been paying attention and you haven't had your head under a rock, you have seen our country is in great distress and in great turmoil over what appears by all accounts to be the unjust killing of a man named George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I have been debating and I've been really praying about what to say. Can I make a difference? You know, I believe God's called me to be a pastor, which means I believe God's called me to be part of His voice. What do I say? What don't I say? And I thought it best to address that in person where you could see me, where you could hear me on a podcast maybe. And I'm going to... I want to address this from a Christian's point of view. And I ask you this morning to please bear with me, watch the whole thing. Whether you're a Christian or not, please listen to the whole thing. I want to read a scripture this morning from Matthew chapter 22. This is a confusing time for most of us because I would dare say most of us listening to this of the internet age or probably my age. I was born December 13th, 1983. That's significant for you to know, I think. Because for somebody my age, somebody my age, I've never witnessed, I've never witnessed racism like many older Americans have. What do I mean by that? Well, I started kindergarten in 1989. I went to school together with with other black children, other children of all nationalities, really. When I was a kid, one of my first heroes, I had his poster on my wall, Michael Jordan. That wasn't weird. That wasn't out of the ordinary. As I got older, I remember, you know, man, I I read Sports Illustrated. I read all about Emmett Smith from the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Rice from the San Francisco 49ers. I literally made my mother buy me $150 sneakers because they were Ken Griffey Juniors in sixth grade. I remember that like it was yesterday. I looked up. I mean, I really looked up to these black men. And still do. When I when I graduated high school and I wanted to be an airline pilot and I went to Florida and I went to flight school, I had African-American flight instructors. Love them. Love them to this day. Didn't think it weird. Flew shoulder to shoulder with them. I went on and I was an airline pilot. And, I mean, some of the best captains I flew with were African-American captains. We laughed together. We talked together. We ate together. I mean, they served our country. I know African-American police officers now. And, you know, we're at a place in America. It's just, it's really hard for me to understand. Now I'm a pastor, and I could tell you, honestly, if I could preach like any man in the world, one of the most powerful preachers that I'd like to model my ministry after is a black man named Dr. Fred Luter. Look up to him so, so much. And that's where a lot of us are today, and it's confusing to us. That's why it makes us so angry and so confused that we would treat our brothers and sisters the way they're treated and many of us we question whether is it even really real is this really happening in America in 2020 it's just bizarre it's hard for us to understand so then let me bring another aspect into this and here's I believe it is real and I believe it is happening I mean I, I saw part of the video of how George Floyd died what a horrible thing 
And it brings confusion because, let's look, think for a minute about what America's done. We all know America's history with race. It's no secret. America's got a dark history with race, with slavery and the civil rights movement and all that stuff. It's got a dark history. But for all that evil history, America's came an awful long way, hadn't it? I mean, America did end slavery. It was a bloody civil war, and a result from that was ending slavery. We know about the civil rights movement and JFK and Martin Luther King. Police brutality is against the law. Discrimination is against the law. I mean, companies have made great efforts to make sure they hire African Americans and other nationalities to try to have an equal workforce. America, I mean, for crying out loud, America has had a black president, Barack Obama. Now, I'll be honest, I wasn't his biggest fan, but whenever that happened, there was a part of me that, that was happy about that because I thought maybe maybe this racism issue is about to be finally put away. But it didn't happen, did it? It didn't happen. As a matter of fact, that unless I'm wrong, you could correct me in the comments, but I think it was during his administration that Black Lives Matter started. So it leaves us scratching our head. What in the world is it going to take to end this craziness? I mean, what am I to do? I mean, what can I do? I'm just a white boy from Louisiana. What can I do? And I'm sure if you're watching this and you're an African-American, you're probably thinking the same thing. It's a helpless feeling. What can I do? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think racism will ever end, not only just in America and the world. Because the truth is, racism, I mean, I don't think it's a controversial statement. Racism is just a sin. It just is. And we might not be born racist, but we are born sinners. And that's just part of us. And I want to share with you this morning what Jesus said. The, the greatest commandment of all and the second greatest. A Pharisee asked Jesus Christ, the man who I worship, the man who George Floyd worshipped, the man who Martin Luther King worshipped. And by the way, let me just share with you that the Jesus I worship was a dark-skinned Middle Eastern Jewish man. So keep that in mind. But Jesus answered this Pharisee in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. He said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind this is the first and great commandment and the second is like it you shall love your neighbor as yourself that is so powerful and christians that is our duty that is what our savior that is what our king has told us to do to love our neighbor as ourselves. that means the white man is supposed to love the black man like we love ourselves. That means the black man is supposed to love the white man like we love ourselves. And I'm going to borrow from C.S. Lewis. He wrote this in Mere Christianity. What does it mean to love your neighbor as yourself? Because many of you will say, well, I, I just can't love somebody that's so evil. But I would submit to you, you can. How, how do I love myself? Well, you know, I love myself enough that when it's cold outside, I put a coat on. Uh, when I'm hungry... I feed myself. I take care of myself. I brush my teeth. I, you know, we take care of ourselves because we love ourselves. 
But if we're being honest, let's just be honest, there's things about ourselves that we probably don't love so much. For example, the alcoholic. You ever talk to an alcoholic? They'll tell you that what they hate about themselves is their dependence on alcohol. If you talk to a, a drug addict, they'll tell you they hate their dependence on drugs. If you, if you ask me, I would tell you I hate that sometimes I lose my temper. You see what that does? That, that tells you that the things about you you don't like are the things about you that God doesn't like. So if you're loving your neighbor as yourself, You can love a racist police officer and hate the racism. And police officers, you can love the alcoholic and hate the alcoholism. You can love the drug addict and hate the addiction. And insert whatever you want to insert with that. That is the answer to America's problems with hate. Be it racism, be it prejudice, be it cops and minorities, be it minorities and cops, be it Republicans and Democrats. That is the answer, that we love our neighbor as ourself. There is just no other way about it. You can't legislate your way into to getting hate out. We've got to follow the words of Jesus. Now, you were going to say, if you watch this, my response to this would be, no way, absolutely no how. I mean, especially if I was a minority. There's no way I can love a cop that would put his knee on my brother's neck. Well, let me share this. Let me share this. I relate to you with that. Because while George Floyd and I didn't share the same skin color, we shared the same Savior. We were brothers in Christ. And watching that made me sick. It makes me angry. And on top of that, my country that I love is literally burning to the ground because of, I'm sorry, literally the stupidity of a police officer to do something like that. The stupidity or the hate, one or the other. So it is hard for me, even as a pastor, to love somebody like that. It's not natural. But what I'm talking about is a supernatural love. A love that can only come through God's Holy Spirit and through a faith in Jesus Christ. Listen, when we see something like that, it makes us angry, it makes us hateful, it makes us want to beat somebody up, it makes us want to loot, it makes us want to do something bad. It makes us want to fight darkness with darkness, and that does not work. It never has worked, and it never will work. So my Wednesday words of wisdom is to be the light, to love your neighbor as yourself, If you're a Republican, that means loving a Democrat like you love yourself. If you're a Democrat, that means loving a Republican like yourself. If you're black, that means loving the white. If you're white, that means loving the black. On and on it goes. Listen, Christians disagree on a lot of things, but I've never met one. I've never met one that disagrees with this universal truth that we're to love our neighbor as ourselves. Let me end this by quoting Martin Luther King. I think he said it so perfect. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Let us love one another as we love ourselves. Happy Wednesday and a happy week to you. I will see you soon.